0: Welcome to another edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Up Media, and brought to you by www15 roundscom the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also Abrams Boxing PR Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. Also, check out Abramsboxing.com, Abrams Boxing on YouTube, as well as M. Abrams Boxing on Twitter and at Mark Abrams Boxing on Instagram. On this episode, I speak to middleweight contender Toriano Johnson. Johnson takes on former junior middleweight world champion Jaime Monge on October 30th live on The Zone. But first, a few news items. Michael Dutchover will take on Manuel Mendez on November first. That fight will be streamed live on ThompsonBoxing.com, Thompson Boxing Facebook page, BannerPromotions.com. It's actually banner promotions.com and Banner Boxing, uh, Banner Promotions uh, Facebook page as well. The Sergey Lipinets Cadrillo. Abdur-Kakarov fight has been postponed. Uh, It will be now fought, I believe, I read, possibly on October 24th. Uh, Abdur-Kakarov had some trouble with his visa. I believe that's all sorted out, and the fight was just postponed for a couple weeks. Uh, Promoter Eddie Hearn has tested positive for COVID-19, so you will not see him on Sunday at his fight uh, in the United States, his Zone stream fight featuring uh, Joshua Buatti. So uh, best of health to uh, Eddie Hearn uh, to get better. And, uh, you know, obviously this COVID-19 is hitting boxing, hitting, hitting the world, hitting everything on all fronts. Former four division world champion Donnie Nieta signed a <clears throat> managerial pact with MTK Global, so expect to see him on some <clears throat> cards in the United States. As MTK MTK Global uh, has have a lot of their fights streamed live on ESPN Plus, so uh, maybe we'll see uh, the former four division world champion there. It's official that two big shows have been announced by DAZN uh, and Matchroom Boxing. Devin Haney will defend his WBC Lightweight Championship against Uri Orcus Gamboa. That will take place on December 7th. And Daniel Jacobs will take on Gabriel Rosado in a Super Middleweight Showdown on November 27th. Both fights will uh, originate from the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood, Florida. Great venue for fights. They had a A lot of great fights back there in the, uh, you know, maybe 2005, 2007, 2008 area. Also, Deontay Wilder has parted ways with longtime co-trainer Mark Breland. Breland was the gentleman who threw the towel in back in February when Wilder was stopped by uh, Tyson Fury. There was a lot of discussion after that fight that Fury's... uh, Co-manager and co-trainer J.D.'s, you know, uh, who's been with Fury since day one, you know, told the team that by no circumstance did they ever throw the talon. Breland did it, did a good job in doing it, but yet he's going to pay the price with his uh, job uh, for, for Fury going uh, for Wilder going forward. So now uh, I will t- talk to Toriano Johnson, who's got a big fight coming up on October 30th. Should be a very exciting fight with Jaime Monge And this is how it went. Good Friday afternoon, everybody. Mark Abrams here. I am joined by middleweight contender Toriano Johnson, who in just four weeks from tonight on October 30th takes on Jaime in a a much-talked-about, much-anticipated fight uh, for the WBO Intercontinental Middleweight title. What's happening, Toriano?
1: Can't complain. God has been good, man. Gotta give God thanks. And, uh, hey, can't wait for October 30th.
0: So, to, so talk about this fight with Munguia. Um what, what are your first initial f- uh, thoughts on the fight? Well, you know, it's a, it's a fight.
1: You know, Munguia, uh, he's a, a dangerous opponent. You know, one, you don't want to just stand up in the front of and take any hits, from him. the boy can crack. The boy can really crack. Uh, but indeed, you know, it's going to be an exciting fight. Um, I'm looking to come out there and show the world that Toriano is world champion cup uh, quality,
0: and uh, they're going to see a better me than they did with the Jason Quigley fight. My most recent. This is his second fight at middleweight. He, you know, he had the win over Spike O'Sullivan, uh last uh, last year, or was it? Or, I mean, it's actually earlier this year. I mean, with the COVID nineteen everything, you forget which which year things happened. Um, you feel that you are his uh, first maybe real test at middleweight?
1: I'm his first uh, middleweight fight, but I think he has been guided and groomed well, you know, going up
0: against a guy like Spike O'Sullivan, you know,
1: uh, the the quality of a fighter that he is and uh, the size, you know, Munguia pretty much had the advantage of. Now coming up to middleweight, I believe Munguia is still a big guy, still very strong, and uh, he's talented. But uh, <laughs> Toriano is in a different league from Spike O'Sullivan.
0: Um, talk about you know all your experience in middleweight. Obviously, you've been in some wars, mm-hmm. some some good fights uh, with experienced guys. Coming off the, the the big win over undefeated Jason Quigley, Is it, uh, how confident are you, especially after the Quigley win?
1: You know, the Quigley fight isn't one that would say would boost your confidence, but it's definitely a uh, one that you would say, okay, you know, we uh, we did some things good. Uh, we still have a lot of improvement to do. And, uh, and that's exactly how we looked at it. And that's how we addressed it and handled it. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, I look really good in that fight. But uh, look with a the microscope, there were a lot of things that I did wrong. And we went back to the drawing board and uh, we added some stuff and we took out some stuff. And uh, come October 30th, you're going to see a, a much more cleaner Toriano,
0: uh, stronger, faster, more clever, and even more ruthless. Without giving too much away, do you see him as a guy who just comes forward and throws punches, or is there? do you think there's more to his game than that?
1: I don't want to give you any part of my game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be as clever as possible. possibly can. Uh, I can't be clever about it. I, listen, I'm just preparing for the best Bongia possible. Uh, where he come to there just throwing punches, or where he just come to there to run around like a ballerina? We're gonna be prepared for whatever monkey it comes.
0: What was that fight? I mean, obviously you've, like you said, even that your two losses against guys like Stevens and and Schenker, uh, I mean, th- these are real quality guys. Do you feel he's been in with guys uh, the, you know the same type that you've been in with? <laughs> I don't want to make boxing look
1: bad or sound bad, but uh, <laughs> Monkey is the world champion, right?
0: He won it down I mean, in another weight
1: class. He was, yeah, got a weight class. He is the world champion. I mean, he had to fight some quality fighters, right? Uh, well, however it may be, yeah. Uh, you know, let's put it like this: if you know boxing, not a boxing fan, you a hardcore boxing fan, you say, yeah, but Toriano is the the toughest toughest opponent, not a test the toughest opponent Monkey have ever faced because I ain't no test because you don't want to test with me
0: um I remember because uh, I'm in Philadelphia so I remember your fight with Stevens and even the the Devrinchenko fight was an elimination fight you feel that that you're right back there this is you know maybe not called an elimination fight but a fight that's going to get you right on knocking on the door of a world title opportunity yeah, yeah, def- definitely. Because, you know, as
1: I said before, over and over, you know, it is not Munguia that I see in front of me. It's an opportunity. And once again, you know, this opportunity is going to pave the way for me to be able to go back to the top where I belong. You know, I belong at the top with the top fighters in the world. And uh, I am better than men- many of them at the top, especially that shallow boy of them. I- I'm better than many of them. And uh, this is just another opportunity that I'm going to get Show the world that I am one of the best fighters in the world.
0: The middleweight divisions, you know, it's it's, it's kind of uh, drawing in some new names for a while. It was Canelo and Golovkin. They seem the uh, Golovkin still has a 160 pound title, and uh, you know Canelo. You never know what weight he's fighting at and whatnot. And you mentioned Charlo. How how do you see the middleweight division? Is it, is it Golovkin and Charlo? Uh, are those the guys? Who, who who in your mind is the guy to beat in middleweight right now? The guy to beat at middleweight right now would be
1: Andretti. Dimitri. It'd be Andretti and Triple G. Uh, the Charlo ain't no threat to nobody. He's been cherry-picking for a time. Of course, he did fight a very tough middleweight, and he did bring some enthusiasm to the middleweight, since he turned to turn middleweight, uh, at, at least fighting a real middleweight as his last opponent, Sergey. Uh But... Uh, it is Dimitri Andretti, you know who is a, a true champion at the middleweight division, and Triple G. Those are the guys who we got to look out for. I see we also have the young Liam William. I think yeah, Liam William from England He's one to keep an eye on. But uh, for me right now, it's it's Canelo. <laughs> Canelo hasn't vacated the belts yet, but it's Canelo. Canelo to me is the biggest and the greatest fighter we have today in boxing.
0: Do you believe, I, I know it sounds like you mentioned Demetrius' name, do, uh, uh, do you believe that he's the guy that beat not only in terms of talent-wise, but obviously, um, you know, your promoter, Golden Boy Promotions, uh, they do their fights on the zone. He's with Eddie Hearn. He, they do they their fights on the zone. Do you feel a win maybe gets you uh, close to a fight with him? I mean, is that, is that kind of where you're angling it uh, at on uh, October 30th? No doubt. You know, you you in this
1: to fight the best fighters in the world. To me, hand down. Uh, if I would take Canelo out of the picture, it definitely will be Andretti. To me, Andretti is the biggest threat in the middleweight division. And even a super middleweight, Andretti posed to be a big threat. Um, that fight with him and Billy Joe Sanders, Billy Joe Sanders has always been afraid to fight Andretti. You know, uh, but Andretti to me, yes. If it's not Canelo, it definitely... Andretti, uh, and perhaps even a triple G and Andretti would be a tight race, but um, Andretti would be the one to beat at the middleweight region at this moment.
0: You are f- from uh, the Bahamas, and uh, so talk about you know growing up boxing there. Obviously, there's not the greatest boxing history there. You're you're you know making your name very well known. Talk about uh, you know growing up in the Bahamas and uh, becoming a professional boxer. Well, you know, it was in nineteen seventy-three. We
1: had our first world champion, Elijah O'Benn. He had won the WBC uh middleweight title. And uh he had just passed away just uh two or three years ago now.
0: Um uh, you No,
1: know, the Bahamas we uh we have been very silent on boxing, but we do have some professional fighters out there. I'm Ron Sandy's a heavyweight today. Sherman the tank, William, he's out there, myself, even um Edna Cherry, Edna Cherry, I don't know if he mentioned this and died, mm-hmm. but Edna Cherry does have him in the sand as well, along with Misha Major and the main Chuchumaki. But yes, the Bahamas has not been as big as the time of Elijah Bed and professional boxing. I'm going to change that. It, it means a lot to me to be on this stage at this moment for that very same reason to show that, you know what, we are not just made up of basketball and track and field.
0: We have boxers in the Bahamas, and our boxers are very good. What do you feel when you fight, you fight for a whole country?
1: You know, as I say over and over, I fight to provide for my family. I fight to make my country proud. At the same time, I fight because this is what I was born to do, this is what I was blessed to do. If I carry the Bahamas on my shoulder, I'm carrying the entire Caribbean. That's, you know, all of the Bahamas, Jamaica, Barbados, Bermuda, and all of the Caribbean, because I'm I'm a Caribbean boy.
0: You just you, you, It sounds like you just mentioned my uh, my, my winter vacation, all, all those countries. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything you want to say in closing before we see you on uh, on October 30th, uh, the Friday night, October 30th, live against Jaime Munguia in a middleweight bout, live on The Zone?
1: I'm October 4th, 30th. Guys, listen, you're going to have a good time watching this fight. At the same time, for those of you pulling for Munguia, you're going to be really, really sad.
0: There you have him. real quickly. Where do we find you on social media?
1: Uh, definitely, uh, you can hit me up on Toriano one nine eight four on Instagram. At the same time, Toriano Johnson on Twitter.
0: Thank you very much, Toriano. We will see you on on October thirtieth. We wish you best of luck.
1: Thanks, man. God bless you. All. Thank you.
0: Thank you.